I be the best, you see the rest, they looking like they need a rest. One more time. Ain't no way you're gonna stop my dude. Ain't no way you niggas just don't know. My favorite. It's about you go. Oh, no, oh, no. There was Toya, Keisha. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. So. Listen, I'm still, I'm still confused why, why he felt it was important for us to know that he met old girl at the ice cream parlor. Yeah. Cookie. <laughs> I met her at the ice cream parlor. All right, DMX. Man, uh, I mean, honey, I call her. <laughs> like, I now know that DMX frequents ice cream parlors. Yes. And why? But you know what, though? That is not far off because I swear to God, DMX, the amount of people, like, we, I saw a picture today on Twitter. And this um, this person uh posted of, I guess, the, she said a relative, but I, I don't know, looked like, the lady looked like somebody's mama. But she was like mid age. And this is like DMX, he was young too, like like a young in the industry. Like he had already blown up, but he, he was younger. And she was like hugging DMX, and like she knew DMX was a celebrity. And I was like, this old white lady from like the Virginias, some fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Those who DMX is. And yeah. DMX took a picture with her, and I was like, and that's the thing I keep telling people. Like I don't I don't know DMX, don't get me wrong, but it feels to me. And this is why I think people love this man so much. Is DMX was authentic. Yeah. Like I get the feeling, and maybe this is a generational thing, um, but I get the feeling that I was I was never seeing DMX. I was actually seeing Earl Simmons. Yeah. Um. Of course, with me being a Rough Rider, um, everyone I ain't gonna say everyone, but people that's not in the Rough Rider circle would think that I, I've been around him a lot. Um, the one time I met X, it was before I became a Rough Rider, at least a year before I became a Rough Rider, might have been closer to two. Um, I that that, and it was basically he was doing, he was just showing up places and doing small performances and little clubs and bars and stuff in Greenville, and I was riding back from Atlanta. Um, I was going from Atlanta to. Charleston and I knew he was going to be doing something up there that weekend so I basically timed my ride to where I rode overnight on a Friday night and then um basically went home that way anyway so meeting him um without no ambition to ever being a, a rough ride or anything I just yeah. met him on, on a, I, I talked about it more on the editorial that I'm putting out this week after it goes through edits. But it was just a normal conversation, maybe a minute long. And but watching him in the club and seeing hearing what you hear on the CDs and when you watch him do interviews and everything, he it wasn't a change. It was he was the same person that you see. And like I always tell people like meeting a celebrity, a lot of the times you're very disappointed. Very right. disappointed. Um, but that was one of the only times I say at least one of five times that I've not been disappointed when I met a celebrity. Right. Like, so. dog, I remember how crazy it was. Like, I remember like, dog, racist people, racist white people love this dude. Yeah. Like, I remember watching this thing um about like white supremacists and it was like this family somewhere in like bumfuck America. Something. And the dude asked him, like, man, is there any, um, are there any black people you actually do like? And I was like, yeah, DMX. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, like, do you know who DMX is? Mm. Um, but yeah, dude was like, um, he, he like, he liked DMX, I guess because of the prayers and all of that. Yeah. yeah and, but, and that's weird. Um, like, he, he would give you all of him, like. You know, he had demons in him, so he talked yeah. to the devil and talked about what goes on in his head. But he always, he prayed in, I think he prayed in all his albums. Um, yeah. The last the one that I bought was, I bought all his albums up to the one with the dog on the front. And I think I bought The Great Depression, too. But I, I, I just can't remember that one. I think that's the one with Give Me a Sign on it. But um, I was going back through oh, those God. CDs, man. And I was like, like the first two, 
it was it, they was all right three four five songs to me that um were hitting hard but the album that i always liked was and then there was x and that's because it was at that special time in my life i bought it um took it through to me i memorized songs and when i was in boot camp i was singing the songs to myself and everything like that but it was songs like one more road to cross one more risk to take gotta live my life like there's one more move to make like that shit so then when you get down and uh, you go through something you know you gotta pick yourself up and, and you just get through it you know what i'm saying so yeah. it was that one and it was another song um i used to like that song um now nah, don't you ever fuck around but it was uh oh the one where he was talking about um so i learned a life lesson and it was in in one song where he goes um it was a young kid that was trying to be in the game doing some fucked up shit and it was supposed to be against him he was supposed to have he should have killed the dude the first time around but he was like i know it's people or whatever like that so i'm letting him go and then the dude just kept being disrespectful so he had to pop him and that's uh here we go again here we go again same old shit y'all just different day so that's what i did when i took life lessons from music because again i grew up without any real experience in life because i grew up in a small town base burleys with south carolina (laughs) and i was out in this big ass world not knowing people operate differently outside of a small town culture so i had to learn how to live life through lessons of rappers and um just watching other people go through shit so yeah but yeah he was um doing that time of my life and that that's the time that's the album that i've always been on and stuff like that so when i when i walked in the club and stuff and he was playing one of the songs i was like oh shit that's what's up and then it was just that little short conversation was the like it, it was the highlight of my night it, it got me all the way home it was a cold ass night but <laughs> but yeah it, it was and it wasn't nothing different you just like so the same in, person you that you hell, see then. huh so you weren't in hell was it light said what i said well, you clearly weren't in hell because it wasn't you said it was cold no hell is hot oh 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 it's dark and hell like, is hot it, look at you <laughs> i feel like i thought that so, like, was it lit up or anything like that but well, I mean, so I was just looking at his criminal history. Like, I don't even see anything really, really heinous. Like, he got popped for dog gum, for dog fighting, but that was it. Like, you can't really find any holes in the dude's game when it comes to being a person. Nah, he, I mean, he didn't pay child support, and that's why he kept getting locked up. But. Yeah, but that neither here nor there, though. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of reasons why, you know, yeah, he, made, yeah. he, made, he made this list of payment or some shit like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, well, he was like, he was like, yo, I got 15 kids. I love all my kids. Um, I do everything I can for my kids, but I got 15 kids. They want me to pay how much? Nah, I take care of my kids. So that's why he was like, he take care of his kids. He does anything they need for him. They asked him for it. He gave it for him. However, man, he wasn't about to pay (laughs) all that stuff. So they took his ass. Oh, speaking of his kids, shout out to the Carters, uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Uh Uh-huh. Um, for what they're doing. That's real, that's real cool of them. And they, um, those who don't know, apparently they're buying his masters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bought his masters for ten million, and they gave it to his kids for free. Oh damn! When they do that? So, apparently they did it. I don't know exact date, but it's been reported that they've done that. Yeah, that's good. That's because the the uh, the oh, you know what? I think that was last year. That might have been last year. Because well, I heard it was the last couple of days since he died. Okay, so it might have just been the last couple of days, but I know um, the Breakfast Club did a interview with the Rough Riders because um, they did an interview with Wadeen, with the Dean family. That's basically, um, the Dean family is basically Swiss Beats um, people. Um, they, they're the people that put together Rough Riders, the Rough Rider organization. But um, they did an interview with them, and they was talking about they was in negotiating with uh jay-z at that time so it looks like the people around him because i mean we're talking about him right now so 
He died of a drug overdose. Um, well, he died of a heart attack, which stemmed apparently from a drug overdose, is what I would say. And we know he talked about it a lot, that he had a, had a drug addiction that basically stemmed from uh, his mentor, his friend and mentor, um, laced his blunt with crack. So not not powder, <laughs> but crack. And it got him hooked on crack. So his whole life, since he's 14 years old, he's been battling a crack addiction. Um, so he, he's been on many drugs. Uh, so with that being said, um, the people around him was always trying to look out for him. They, they knew what was going on, and it seemed like everybody generally cared for him because if you see them mess, he will pray for you. He will, yeah. um, <laughs> he'll give you a good show, but he will stop in the middle of the show and say a prayer. He will stop right. at the end of the show and make pray to make sure everybody go home. Like he, he was that dude. Like he generally cared for everybody. So except for on the judge sometimes. <laughs> 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 yeah. So right. I mean, yeah, the guy seemed like he just yeah, like he seemed like he was just a good person. Like again, I don't know the dude, but it doesn't seem that way. It can't, and it, it never said he was being fake about anything that he was talking about. Yeah. Even though he was mad about something, it was like something that like unlike most people in this world, it seemed like when he was mad about something, he it's something that made sense to be mad about. So I don't know. It's like it's I'm sad. It is, and I told people. Cause I know people would try to do the whole thing where they don't put DMS on his level, but this shit hit me like when Tupac died, man. Yeah, I mean, we we still need to understand that uh, DMS ran New York for from like ninety seven, ninety eight, all the way until like yeah, two thousand three. You know what? You know what's funny about people too? Like, like I, I saw somebody talked about that. I, I want to say it was on Twitter or it may have been on Facebook, where somebody was like. You know, truth be told, there was a time when DMX was bigger than Jay Z. Yes, and, and and this was back at Jay Z's peak. And people don't get the thing about Jay Z. Jay Z, I'd say he's rarely, if ever, was the number one rapper in the industry. He's oh, always I been just in said the top that to somebody. Three. He's always been like in the top three to five. Right. And but but the top one always really drops. So like somebody come out of nowhere and be number one, and then when they're not number number one anymore, they drop all the way out. But Jay-Z is consistently in the top three to five people in the rappers in the industry. So right. it seems like he's the top rapper. It's like, now nah, he's just probably more consistent. But it was like, okay, DMX comes up, he's number one, DMX falls. Lil Wayne comes up, he's number one, DMX, Lil Wayne falls. I mean, Lil Wayne's still very popular, but he's not where he once was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ja Rule popped up for one, at one point, he started to fall. 50 Cent, then he, it's like, guys come out of nowhere, they become number one for a bit and then they go, they go, they have to do something else like 50 Cent does. They start having issues like DMX did, or they just fucking disappear like Ja Rule did. Yeah, I'm waiting for Drake to fizzle out. I can't wait. I, I'm trying to figure out what's keeping Drake on top, though. Cause, and girls. Drake may be the second. The girls. Um, I, th- I think he has that, th- that singing thing, that singing thing that he does. Uh, it's what's keeping because you know R and B singers like they they have longevity, longevity, and I think he yeah. even though he's a rapper, he's always qualified as a rapper. Yeah, he's a emotional singing ass dude, and that I think that keeps him up there a lot longer because he be spitting. I give right. I would give him that he spits, but if he was only spitting, he would have been done a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else? Because we've talked about other aspects of being a rapper. Right. The thing, the crazy thing about DMX, even, is um, I say his number one skill as a rapper is his presence. But his presence is so, his presence actually kind of hides the fact that he's very lyrical and he has a great flow too. Mm-hmm. Like DMX is kind of the total package as a rapper, but. One aspect is, I say this, if I say, if his, if his lyricism is an A and his flow is an A minus, like his, 
his presence, his stage presence, or his presence as a person, which probably makes sense why he went into acting, which I think is the lane he should have went into and pursued, especially mm-hmm. when his rap career kind of dropped a little bit. His, he's an A++ with a presence. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it's so much so, again, like, people forget, if you listen to, like, because I, I think I got that, I realized that when I watched, like, a reaction video to, I think, Rough Riders Anthem, like, the next same day he died. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I like to see young kids, like, react to songs from my youth. And this young kid was just breaking down, like, how good of a rapper DMX was. I was like, shit, DMX is actually a great fucking rapper. Mm-hmm. But I think he should have actually stuck to acting, though, when he got into that lane. Because, yeah, his early his early acting gigs, you can tell he's not the strongest actor. But, I mean, shit, he just started doing it. But the one thing you see is he actually commits to a role. Yeah, like, Billy or Romeo must die. Yeah. Shit, actually, he was actually fighting Steven Seagal. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, DMX actually learned martial arts, or at least a little bit, just to fight Steven Seagal in the movie. Like, he should have, I thought he should have stayed in that lane. Because I thought he had good range. Only thing he never really did was be funny in the movie, if you ask me. At least, he was never intentionally funny in the movie. Right. But even then, you could probably write that for him. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I know he was very good at being DMX. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so the lyrics to his songs, man, some some of it is good, some of it is funny, some of it is horrible. Like, um, horrible as in, I was like, oh, my God. Like, at me me being from South Carolina, like, I didn't understand that telling people to suck your dick all the time was just a New York thing of disrespect. It wasn't. So I was shaken by that. I'm like, why you keep telling these dudes to suck your dick? But it's a New York thing. So I eventually understood that part. But um, some of his lyrics, some of the things he said, I was like, good. Whew. Like, I don't think I could do that. X, you, you, you're a little bit more um, rougher than I am. God. <laughs> so, you know, the first album I ever bought was actually uh, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Mm-hmm. That, and like, and that's for people that don't know DMX, you knew what you was getting yourself into because he is on a cover, white background, <laughs> him yeah. covered in blood. Like he just got finished eating Blade. <laughs> so, like you know what? I said too, but his album covers, his album covers are spot on too. Yeah. Like, his album covers, like, that's something I think that a lot of rappers don't understand, at least younger you know, rappers. Like, your album covers gotta tell a, like, it kind of has to sell what's going on there. Right. I mean, I mean, that's one thing I like about Jay-Z's albums is usually just him on the cover. And I, think it's, I guess that's a Def Jam thing, but it kind of sells the fact that you're getting Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. DMX was the same way. Like, maybe, that's a, maybe that was a Def Jam thing. They would just go with that. Yeah, and just like yeah, like he put I, some thought behind it too, cause like the year of the dog in Chinese, <laughs> he did yeah. DMX, the year of the dog, you know. Right. <laughs> so uh, I mean, you know, I mean, people didn't realize that Murder Inc. was supposed to be a, a group as opposed to a label. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, was, like, I had to explain to somebody who was like my age from New York. I was like, you know, Murder Inc. was supposed to be Ja Rule, DMX, and Jay Z in a group, but it just never panned out. Yeah. Jaru, DMX, Jay Z. So, oh, man, but I, I rest in peace to the dark man. So on Anarchy, Busta Rhymes Anarchy album, there is a yeah. song on there with DMX on it. It's DMX. It's him. It's called Why We Die. It is Busta Rhymes, Jay Z, and DMX. And when I say, oh, I mean it, dog. <laughs> Nope. That should have been a group, dog. The the way they ate that shit up, I was like, man, they should have been a group. What's the song called again? It's called Why We Die. Okay. All my niggas tell me why, why we die. But, yeah, it was, rest in peace to the dude, man. Like, like yeah, rest in peace to him, man. He He had a long life. Yeah, he touched a lot of people. He fought a lot. You, he, you could tell in his music he was fighting. Um, but he, he would always say, "Hey, I'm here for a reason." Um. So. He, 
I can't remember what song he said it in, but it sounded like he was saying something along the lines of, uh, take me. I don't want to be here, but you got me here for a reason. Whatever that reason's for, I'm glad I'm here for it, but I can't wait to get to you. Like, <laughs> along those lines. And to to know, like, in his music where he's writing, he writes all his rhymes, by the way. So for yeah. this is for listeners because in 2021, um, nobody writes their own rhymes. Um, back in the 90s and early aughts, well, in the 90s, almost everybody wrote their own rhymes, and then it started being popular for people to write rhymes for each other. Back in the day, started with Cash Money. I ain't gonna lie, because the first people that got out it was um Lil Wayne Drake and Nicki Minaj by uh what's that dude name Billy the Kid Gilly the Kid yeah so but it's but he knowing that he wrote his own rhymes those was his feelings those was his thoughts and those were the things that were coming out of his head meanwhile other than the trouble that he got into at the law because of the little misdemeanors he kept getting into um he was just a humble person down to earth, multi-millionaire that you could walk up to because he doesn't have security. <laughs> and he will walk up to you and do simple, nice things like um, change a tire. <laughs> sure. uh, or buy a pack of cigarettes. Bomb a smoke off of another person. Like, hey, excuse me. Can I, can I get a smoke? Like, stuff like that. Like, like <laughs> he was just a regular, everyday person. That shit resonates though, man. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I watched um, a video like they was yesterday were trying to move his body from um, I, I don't know what process is, but they were moving his body from where it was to where they were to see if it goes after they call you, like they pronounce you dead. And uh-huh. um, oh, the streets was like packed. People singing Rough Riders anthem and stuff like that, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this fucking dude, man, this dude touched every, touched a lot of people. Time he was there, yeah. time we had, and the time we had him, he touched a lot of people. My kid. I don't want to. I get to. I die get to heaven, man. Or where the hell I'm going? I gotta get a collaboration between him and Tupac. Ah, oh. that's just gotta be waiting on me. And they ain't even do a song. Um, like when everybody was jumping on that album, the double album, the three albums. I think it was like three good albums right after he died, and he didn't even jump on none of those. Right, which is actually a, yeah, that's kind of a weird thing. Like the one dude from New York that he didn't, that Tupac didn't just. Mm-hmm. And he had people that Tupac had like all kind of wars with, like uh, before he died. They had them all had them all over this dude's album. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, know, I'm gonna play a real small sn- snippet of "Why We Die" real quick. I'm just gonna play it somewhere right. in the middle. But yeah, man, rest in peace to the dark man. Yeah. And, and by the way, um, even though my last name is X as a Rough Rider, it, it's not from DMS. I, I have to tell people that all the time. Hmm. <laughs> Mine's is uh, closely related to Islam, Islamic beliefs. Okay. All right, I'm going to play a little bit of Why We Die. I'm just starting in the middle randomly. Oh, that's what's that. Why he die? Mm. Agony expressing this verse. All my niggas Yeah, I think that's all I could play. <laughs> but um, did you hear it pretty good? Yeah. Yeah, that shit. <sighs> yeah, it's on the Anarchy album, man. You need, yeah, download that shit. That they went off on that one, like all three of them. Mm. All right, man. Um, you got time to talk about Lil Nas X and um, Derek Chauvin? Yeah. All right, let's break real quick and then I'll come back to it. Hey, y'all. This is Kelly. And this is Amy. And this is our podcast, In Your Shoes. 
recording out of Lynx Recording Studios in Somerville, South Carolina. Need advice on love, parenting, money, success, or anything else life has thrown your way? We are your girls. You ask, we tell, and we give it to you straight. Visit our Facebook page, In Your Shoes, the podcast, to ask your questions. If you want to remain anonymous, submit your questions in Messenger. Find us on iTunes, at Distraction Network, or any place you can download your podcast for free. That's In Your Shoes, the podcast. I-N-Y-O parentheses, you are parentheses dash the podcast on Facebook and Messenger. I forgot the word shoes. Shit. And we are back. Um, this is a bonus episode for um discussions. We're gonna we're already we we've been already talking for like an hour and a half. So we're going to add in conversation about two more things that happened this week um, because they're important and then uh, move on but this episode will be later on in the week I'm thinking Thursday instead of Monday but let's start off with Lil Nas S because we might go on and on and on about the next one so for people that don't know or I don't know if we had it in our last week's episode but Lil Nas S um decided he was going to um have a video um called Montero uh, call me by your name Montero um have you seen the video I still have and I, 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 I want to say I remember us talking about this yeah um anyway so I, I know we talked about it again, but a, a real quick rundown is the video of Lil Nas X. Um, the video goes, he's playing all the main characters, right? He's, he did he did this Eddie Murphy thing. Well, he's playing all the main characters, but he plays um, Eve in the Garden of Eden um, when she meets the serpent. Um, the serpent has sex with Eve, and then basically Eve's put on trial and something happens they're flying up to heaven and then all of a sudden a pole comes out of nowhere and he rides a pole down to hell seduces the devil and kills him um <laughs> on top of that he decided that he was going to purchase 100 on Nike 97 Air Maxes black and customize them no, it was 666. He customized them, and he sent them out on sale to the public as he released the video. All 666 pairs sold out in less than one minute. However, Nike sued Lil Nas X, and he had to halt distribution to everyone for those shoes. And how much did they cost each? Or do you not know? I don't know. I didn't like once I, I was interested at all, so I never looked it up. <laughs> I had to look at it. I, I I watched somebody do a reaction video on that too. It, it was just like I was saying, because even though I am very open about sexuality and stuff like that, it is still uncomfortable for me to watch um something like that. <laughs> um, however. What I wanted to send this discussion on more that we did not last time we spoke about it is his right because he purchased those Nikes and custom made those Nikes. Do does he have a right to be able to do something like that? Because technically they're his. Uh, like yeah, I mean I think you're allowed to resell something. Um I don't think you're allowed to I mean, because think about it, I could buy a pair of shoes and resell them on Amazon. Right. Because it's my property to sell at that point. Um, I don't think he could. I don't. I, I, okay. Because I think at this point, you're getting into like, not gimmick differentials, but I'm trying to say. It's not patented either. Like, just copyright law. You're getting, in a, you're getting into that. Like, you're changing the product and selling it as if it's something that you actually manufactured and made. Like it's your intellectual property. Like, I think that's when he would run into a problem. But 
if he was just saying, hey, these are Nikes that I buy, I did a couple things to them, uh, but they're still Nike shoes that I bought. Hey, buy these. I think he might have been okay then, but I'd have to research. I'd have to research the the lawsuit Nike filing against him and what he actually did. Right. So I think, and I'm I'm gonna base my answer on what's been happening in the past, right? So even last year they came out with a Jesus shoe. Um, there were pairs of Nikes that was white '97 Air Maxes that were sold over the internet by the same company after they customized it for Jesus. Um, then there were, um, there's all the time you see people, they even advertise, hey, if you got shoes, we'll repaint them for you. So we will alter your shoes the way that you want them altered. Um, and you just have different series of shoes that come out all the time as well. But whenever people recustomize a shoe or repaint a shoe, they come out and say, hey, this is the company that did it. This is not an official Nike shoe. This is who it belongs to. And this, I think they cover their asses with that. And I just think that Nike did not like that a, I don't want to say faggot, because that's not the word I'm supposed to use. Um, yeah because everybody thinks it's a derogatory term. So I should be saying gay person. Yeah. So because a gay person came out with a sh- basically a customized shoe and it's about the devil, they wanted to stop that brand. Which is and and the reason why I'm talking about it now is because um there's two things that Nike has done. I approve of one of them wholeheartedly and that is uh demonetizing Deshaun Watson um, because of what's going on with him. But, yeah, man, we talked about it before, and we was like, yeah, we don't, but now, whew. (laughs) Um, But but the other one is uh, suing Lil Nas X. And I don't understand how they're so lenient towards everything else, but they shut him down quick. But I guess time will tell. It's not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess you can make the argument that he, he's. I mean, kind of like how when old girl got fired by Disney. It's like you're just making us look bad. Yeah, I wonder who fired her. I'm trying to figure out who got fired by Disney. Oh, old girl, um, Gina Carano from um, the Mandalorian. She was talking all that crazy shit. About oh yeah, yeah. And I guess I guess a more poignant. Uh, Comparison would be um, Paul Pierce. I was about to say Paul Pierce just got fired by Disney. Yeah, just for getting it on. That's that's kind of. I mean, I guess Disney again. I mean, Disney, I think what Disney has to have to start doing is understanding that you know, not every aspect of your comp- of your company rules has to be enforced, especially mm-hmm. when they're when somebody's working for a subsidiary. Like ESPN is a subsidiary, and this guy's an athlete, and he was doing something on his own personal time, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, Chrono may be talking crazy, but I mean, shit. And they said if he would have, if he would have got caught doing it, yeah, like some, like he was doing it. Somebody else, like, yeah. unwillingly posted a picture of him. He'd have been okay, but I don't really see the fucking difference. But okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, like unless I say unless I'm on like the Disney Channel or I'm on a Disney actual Disney movie, like yeah, I can see that you may have some type of restrictions for me. But man, I'm working for ESPN. Like yeah. The average person probably doesn't know ESPN is owned by Disney, unless somebody tells them. Right. That was, yeah. I mean, how many people after? I mean, shit. Disney's owned Lucasfilm since what, 2014, 2013. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, unless somebody points that out, that. I know because that's on um that's on Disney Plus. That's a different thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think Disney has a light lighten up some. That's what, that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. But anyway, though, yeah, Lil Nas X. I mean, what, what I would say this about him, though, I think, and that's, that's, that's something I gave some thought to after we talked about it last time. Like, his response to it, I thought, came off as a little, like, he kind of lacked self-awareness. Yeah, and, well, he's a he's a professional troller. So, I think he is very well, aware. He's just a troller. Well, I mean, this is, I mean, because when he said something about how 
he shouldn't, he's on your kid's role model or whatever. That's a fair point. But at the same time, Old Town Road, even before it came out that he was homosexual, Old Town Road was really being pumped really hard by kids. Yep. He went and performed for kids. So he is yeah, trying to be so, kids' role models. So it makes sense that your next song you come out with is probably going to be purchased by children. It was the same kids. So you have to at least, and I get what he's saying. He's not wrong. I'm not saying he's wrong or right. I'm saying I get what he's saying. But at the same time, you have to take that into account, man. Understand that, you know, kids are probably going to be the ones that buy your, that buy your next song. So maybe understand that, or at least try to understand where the parents are coming from. Even Michael Jackson, Michael, the Thriller video, the Thriller video wasn't even really out of the way, even back by those standards. But even he had to stop and say, hey, listen, this shit may think, make y'all think about some occult shit. I'm not with that. I'm just trying to make an entertaining video. Right. Yeah. And, and a video that goes with the theme of the song. Here's one thing I want people to get out of their vocabulary. Um... If you are an entertainer, if you are an entertainer, of course, you might not want to be a role model to kids. <laughs> uh, of course, you want parents to parent their children and not come after you for doing what you do. But the fact remains is that you are going to be a role model to kids. Um, it comes with the territory. It comes with the territory. If you're going to be famous, you're going to be a role model to kids. It's kind of like uh, a man a woman that gets mad if a gay person looks at him. Like, if you find you're going to be attractive to anybody that likes what you are. So if you're a woman and a woman looks at you, yeah, she might be thinking that's thousand, but you're fine. So just, hey, hey you look good. <laughs> I, I know that's a little bit off. But that, with, with, with celebrities, it's the same thing. With entertainers, it's the same thing. If you are an entertainer, no matter if you want to be somebody role model or not, it's not for you to decide. You're out there for public space. You're out there for public consumption, and you will be somebody's role model. Dennis Rodman did not want to be my role model. I could guarantee you that. But from 8th grade to the 12th grade, Dennis Rodman was my role model, and that's who I did a lot of things uh, when it came to um, basketball and freakability. I ain't do no gay shit, though. <laughs> um, yeah, freakability. I don't think that's a word. <laughs> I just said that. Like, that's the word I just made up. But, yeah, so, I like, me as an example, like, Dennis Trump didn't want to be my role model. He said he was not a role model for kids, but he was my role model. So, it's just yeah. things like that. You cannot pick who you are a role model to. So, if you are in it, that's something that people need to get out of their vocabulary as entertainers because you can't pick that. Now, what you can want is you can want this for yourself. It's still not your place to talk about it, but parents could be better role models. The parents will be, it's the, a person's parents should be their primary role model. Right. However, you can have more than one role model. Again, yeah, like for me growing up, <laughs> me growing, for me growing up was my father, Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson. For me, it was my dad, Dennis Rodman, Chris Tucker, and I always wanted to dance like Michael Jackson until Cisco came along. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, oh, oh, what's up? Are you saying Cisco's a better dancer than Michael Jackson? Uh, Cisco is not a better dancer than Michael Jackson, but Cisco dancing is more of the style. It was an updated style for me. So you're saying that you probably easier for you to pull off Cisco's moves than with Michael Jackson. Yeah, well, Michael Jackson's moonwalking, and moonwalking was been done for at that time 15, 20 years. At, so it was yeah, time for stole, some he new moves. I still think Michael Jackson one of the best dancers I ever seen in my life. Um, I think he I think he submitted that when he did that lean in the smooth criminal video. Yeah, so I mean, like, I don't think people understand how much strength that shit took in his leg. Yeah, even though he had those contractions made, like it still was his skinny ass needed some strength in them legs. Yeah, but yeah, it's um, so it it wasn't that it was like. Cisco running around doing flips and shit. 
his moves is more hip hop than um like if you look at you can look at yeah, you're um, right, yeah. yeah Mike dancing Dan- Mike had he had a bunch of stuff incorporated in his dance but he looked his moves are so crisp it was like robotic you're right cause yeah cause Cisco was really the beginning of that uh you got third shit yeah so you're right yeah so basically uh he was the person I wanted to dance behind but then Usher came along I was like okay that's cool Cisco came along I was like yep that's it and that's what I started yeah, yeah. trying to do I see what you're saying. But yeah, um, so we're done with Lil Nas X. Like, I'm gonna watch that. Um, this might be the last time we talk about it, but I definitely think, um, I I would side and even though I don't like the video at all, um, and I don't really rock with make him uh exploiting the devil or our god like i don't that's why i don't fuck with preachers um <laughs> but i would side law wise on what i think the law should be i would side with little nonsense just because the practice has already been even by the same company to be able to do something like that yeah i just have to see what exactly they're falling against them and yeah, just for me to actually say one way or the other. Right, so I was trying to make it funny because Nelly, I think my butt getting big popped up on my head, and I was trying to think of something funny to say behind that, but it didn't work. So we'll move on to the next subject. The uh, Derek Chauvin, Chauvin, whatever trial. Um, this motherfucker. So we we know Derek Chauvin is the murderer of George Floyd. Alleged because he hasn't been convicted yet. However, the trial, uh, according to the trial, there's very little wiggle room for him to get off. And I say very little because I don't want to say none and then he gets off. So um, it's been discovered by, it's been, it was already known by black people or anybody that saw the video. But the police was going through and saying he was on drugs. That's why he died. He was on drugs. Um, medical examiners basically chalked that up to be a lie. Hey, he didn't die from being on drugs. He died from lack of oxygen. And this is because you were sitting on his neck. All your pressure was on his neck. All your pressure was um, on the back of his shoulder blades pressing into his chest. You lift his chest directly into the ground so it couldn't expand. And this is cement, so he couldn't expand it. And, like, all these reasons why he died because he was killed by Derek Chauvin. So, I I feel so much better about the trial right now. I still don't trust anything. (laughs) Yeah, I get you saying. Yeah, Yeah. how are you feeling about it? I'm still confused. I mean, maybe that's why what you just said is why he he hasn't, but I was confused on why he didn't just call the police. Because I was like, but anytime I see somebody on that damn witness stand, I'm like this shit sounds worse than Derek. I'm like, bro, like, do you have do you have any witnesses? <laughs> so I think he he thought the union's gonna have his back. Get <laughs> that motherfucker son, this ass on the river. They showed it. <laughs> like, nope, we don't trust. Nope, <laughs> nope, we don't train that shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. I don't know what he was doing. Maybe he was in. The, maybe he missed the class that day, or he was in the wrong fucking class. But <laughs> yeah. Like no, we don't do that shit here in Minnesota. Not the not the Minneapolis Police Department. Not in these parts. I'm like, <laughs> even though even though like, every no. single officer that was there did it, but <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. you're right about that, right? Yeah. And then these are only four motherfuckers that was wild out that day. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, man, it's like that's the shit that confuses me about him, man. I'm like, bro, this shit's on camera. It's like, and then like, even if you got off, like, what kind of life are you gonna have? You can't have a normal life after this shit. I don't know. I I think. George Zimmerman is still walking around. Nobody killed him yet. So, That's true, too. Yeah. Uh, man, there's a good cop of fucking plea. Do you do 15 to 20? You know, so you want to be a hero in the white supremacist uh, block, so you, you won't be straight. Yeah, he, he, he'll go right. in. He'll get the Nazi symbol on his forehead. He'll get them little, uh, what you call them, on spider webs on his um, elbows. And he'll be yeah. on it. He, he'll be a straight-up white supremacist. 15 years living like a god. Yeah, <laughs> like... Oh, like, but 
tripping. And then, and then you think about the fact that he's a cop, so he's probably not going to be put in general population. Mm-hmm. Especially given the high profile of the trial. So, yeah, I was like, no, just go ahead and do your 15 or 20, man. You be all right. Like, but no, nah, he want to take the trial. Like, like no, when you start listening, when, why are you listening to Mr. Big? That, that nigga ain't listening to Juvenile. <laughs> right, <laughs> you go take them you five. Are you gonna take that shit to try and go and deny violate probation? Well, who they, <laughs> what are they charging with? Are they, char- are they charging with straight on murder or are they charging with manslaughter? Uh, it, I, it's a murder two, I think. Uh, it's murder two charges. Two. I think it's murder two and murder three. Hold on. Kind of murder two, you got to prove that. Well, I didn't go out. It was. I think murder two is kind of like I didn't set out that day to kill this person, but in the heat of the moment, I meant to kill him. Right. Yeah, so I guess yeah, I guess I can see that thing because usually with these cases, I'm most confused. I because with these cases, I don't think a lot of people get why these guys keep getting off is that you keep trying to charge them for the highest crime possible, which is murder. But you gotta understand, like murder, you have to actually prove that when I woke up that day, I said I'm gonna kill this this particular person, which is a very difficult thing to prove. Mm-hmm. Like I was like a lot of times, get these guys a man started, get them like thirty something years, so get them off the. Like, yeah. Oh, people forget thirty years is a terrible fucking thing to do in prison. Yeah, uh, but you you definitely might see the line again. <laughs> so real quick though, yeah, well, second degree because second degree I'm probably done. He gets life with second yeah. degree. He's probably going to get like a lot of years though. Yeah, so he has three charges: this uh, second degree unintentional felony murder. So he has a felony murder, but it's unintentional. On uh, third degree depraved mind murder. And second degree manslaughter. I would think that would be first degree manslaughter, but okay. Yeah. Well, so, I'm gonna get him on something. Yeah. So, um, he's he's gonna see if he gets any one of these charges, he could go anywhere from two to probably twenty years. I think that's where you get him at when you when once you get him on something, then you throw the book at him. Yeah. That's the thing. Like. Yeah, I get like you gotta understand that you probably can't get this dude on this on this high level of proof that you gotta give. But get him on something lesser, but then throw the book at him. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. And then the Floyd family got what was it two hundred and twenty or two hundred and fifty million? Damn, that much money? Man, they got too much money. I ain't gonna say too much money because it was a person likes. I was just about to say it just out of a joke. Yeah, I get like it's like a yeah, like, you saw my reaction. I was like, damn, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I, but then again, the Walter Scott got sick. His family got sick, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess I can kind of see that. And see, that's another thing. Uh, I want to read that book. I forgot somebody wrote. Um, I forgot who wrote it, but they so were talking I was about how... 27 million. That's a lot of money still, though. Yes. Especially for a city to give up. Mm-hmm. Um, But... I read it was some book that came out where it talked about how much white supremacy actually cost America. Mm-hmm. And see, and that's right there. It's like you gotta pay out all these, you gotta pay out all these lawsuits just for your cops tripping. Yeah, and the 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 reason why cops could do it because that it doesn't affect the or cops because it comes in out of our taxes. Like, um, yeah. Mike Brown, uh, whatever the settlement was for them, we pay that. Like the the police. Yeah. Union did not pay for it. It didn't come out of nobody's pension. The cop that killed him didn't pay for it. We pay for it, and that's yeah. that's why and qualified immunity needs to be removed. And you think these people who are always talking about taxes and all that, like, you think they'd actually be, you know, up in arms about that? But oh, it's like these motherfuckers mm-hmm. is like okay. Because yeah. like he said twenty-seven million dollars, man. And they ain't two hundred and fifty, but twenty-seven million dollars is a lot of money for a city to fill up to pay out. Something that they can't use. Yeah. Just like that shit wasn't going to infrastructure or anything like that. Yeah. That shit went to somebody else who may or may not actually spend the money with the city. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy because, like, in in Somerville, um, the uproar that was made about the taxes that um, Berkeley County paid, the citizens of Berkeley County paid, it came up to about 11 something million that they were supposed to use for roads, but they decided not to build the roads and then decided they was going to make a federal building, like use the money to build a new federal building and stuff like that. So there was an uproar over that. I mean, nothing they could do about it because they already paid the taxes. But if you have the citizens understand that 
this twenty twenty seven million dollars <laughs> when you complain about the government taking so much money out your check, it's because of that. Right. You get people to understand that. And then so yeah. even if it's I mean, that's a city of such and such million people, right? So twenty seven million over a year with taxpaying citizens being such and such, it's at least a dollar. <laughs> Um, right out of your check, but that's a dollar out of so many other things. So, if you go, if you know what's coming out your check and why it's coming out your check, then and you know that okay, I got an extra twenty dollars coming out of each one of my checks now because the uh, the police got sued and lost another hundred million dollar lawsuit. Like you know, this money is coming directly coming out your check. People want to change that, right? So, I mean, and it also depends on the citizens that you have because a small town again, like Baseball Leesville, they get sued for a million dollars. That breaks everybody. <laughs> but, yeah, you're right. So, so, but yeah, it's um, it, it, it's they won the settlement. I'm glad they won the settlement. It still doesn't bring back a whole life, but they won the settlement and. The next thing to do is to put that murder behind bars. Yeah. And well, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Um they say it should last four weeks. What we're we're at the end of week two, right? Yeah, but it shouldn't look like this shit bro. I thought it I thought it was an open and shut case, uh, just from the video. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm kinda confused as this motherfucker has any of his own witnesses because nobody seems to be talking about uh Derek Chauvin did a good job here. Like <laughs> Everybody gets in the witness stand seems to be like, man, listen, this motherfucker is wrong. Yeah. It's um this is the prosecution right now, right? When the defense comes up, is it gonna be another week or so? I think so. Maybe they got something no, I don't know. Maybe they got some extra camera camera angle that shows tells a whole different story mm-hmm. or some shit, but yeah, I, I really don't see at this point, man, I'd be calling that damn prosecutor right now and ask, hey, man, is, that deal, is, is a deal still on the table? Yeah. I'm nervous they got a jury in their pocket. That's that's the only thing I can think of. Because all you got to do is hang the jury. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's that's one nervous thing. Oh, they hung the jury. So just just yeah. stuff, man. So, yeah, between that um, and Georgia, that's what, that's what I'm looking at now. Like... I'm I'm kind of confused. I'm not confused. I understand why people like Stacey Abrams don't want people to move stuff out of their town, but that is the punishment. Like, yeah, that's the punishment. If people don't like, or they can't find a job somewhere you can move to. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying you don't like it. Get the fuck out of my country or nothing like that. That's not what I'm saying right now. But I'm saying. The the way to hit everything, the way we've been talking talking about hitting everything, is in the pockets, right? So, yeah. once the, like just now, once the citizens realize that they're losing money because cops are acting stupid, then they're gonna want to change. They're gonna want cop, either cops to stop acting stupid or they pay for their own mistakes, which will eventually get cops to stop acting stupid. But when a state made laws to discriminate against certain people it's the people that bring the money to the state leave right <laughs> like yeah. when money's not coming to that state anymore and it's going somewhere else then they get more representation like it takes 10 years we just went through a census but it makes more more, rep- more, more representation but people don't want to leave yeah. And then no matter what, I guess the Senate has two votes. So, I mean, it's it's a complicated thing, but you, you got you have to make people suffer for a little bit just to know that shit wrong. Like, yeah. And then we got to get on the vote again. But that's all I got to say. All right. Well, shit. The, um, I just don't see the I, I don't see the I, I don't see the logic here. But shit. <laughs> maybe, maybe he doesn't get off. I don't know. Yeah, he'll. Uh, I I don't see it, but again, I don't trust people. I don't trust the juror. I don't trust the law. Um, 
So when they when they gavel pounds and whatever they say after that, I'll I'll be happy or angry after that. But right. like I I'm I'm not advocating for people to shoot cops, but in these situations we have seen so many times that they're gonna shoot you. <laughs> and you have to protect yourself. Like I'd rather go to trial and say I shot a cop. I'm, I might not make a trial, but if I feel like a cop is is going to be shooting me, I have to shoot him. <laughs> so we have to protect each other. We have to like a cop is not gonna. A cop is apt to be more reasonable when they're surrounded by more people. So. Like me, when I get pulled over, instead of pulling over on a long, dark road or anything like that, shit, that cop go follow me until I feel safe. Right. And that's always been the case. Like, you're not pulling me over in no dark street nowhere. We're going, let's take a ride to the Waffle House. Or <laughs> right. uh, whenever that bowling alley was on Ashley Phosphate, well, every time yeah. they used to put the flip daylights on, if they decided to flip daylights on, on at the interstate, they was going to ride three, four miles, and I was going to pull over in the bowling alley because there's always black people outside. Right. Like, I don't know. I've actually made a U-turn at Dorchester Road and drove back down to, to the bowling alley. <laughs> yeah, you tripping out. <laughs> no. And, like, it's, just, it's because um, I knew that at that time I knew they was pulling me over just because of the car that I drove. Um, again, 95 Cadillac DeVille, customized candy painted black with flakes, with uh, red and blue rainbow flakes in it. Um, the, t- the tent was 5% double wrap. I'm sitting on 20s, my beat beating. <laughs> and and I drove slow, like... I what I didn't violate. I never violated um, speed limit laws because I drove slow. Speed limit is forty five on Ashley Phosphate. Some places, so at one place is fifty, but I was always driving forty. And it's because okay. I drive forty in the slow lane. I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? I'm listening to my song, jamming, whatever like that. I know I ain't doing nothing wrong. Um, so when they pulled me over, I knew they was pulling me over because of what my car looks like. And then so we go we go have some conversations and in order for me to know I'm not getting shot while we having this conversation, let's pull over beside all these black people. Um I'm not advocating to shoot cops. Um I am advocating to protect yourself, no matter who it is though. Um and if that is moving into a well lit area with people like you that you feel comfortable around, then do that. Make the cop follow you. Call if you feel comfortable calling the police and let them know, hey, it's a cop behind me. I'm pulling over, but I need to be safe first. That's that's what you do. Um, right. At that time, I felt like they pulled me over enough that we all knew each other and they knew what I was gonna do. <laughs> right. So, um, but you have to protect yourself and and make sure you're okay. And then if you are a citizen and you seeing someone else pulled over, um. Make the person being pulled over feel comfortable. Stop. I ain't going to say drop, sell down, open up shop. But just stop and be a good citizen and make sure they know they're being watched. It, it makes things, it makes people act the way they should be acting. And then if you sure. feel you're in danger, even when they're bad, John, like, take care of yourself. Anyway, so yeah. I, <laughs> tell them where they can find you, man. Uh, you can find me at uh, Twitter, Manson Musa the Seventh, and on Instagram, and at uh, Royal Ray Tez on Twitch and on Discord. Guys, 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 I'm working on something really big. I can't talk about right now. Um, however, over the next couple of months, um, things will be developing, and I'll let y'all know little bit by little bit as it's going in. But um, we we got some new things coming up for discussions. I mean, distraction altogether. Um. I want you to be able to check that out. So um, log on to www.distractionnetwork and be able to see everything that we do here at Distraction Network, that it goes from our YouTube page. 
It goes to our um, Twitter pages. It goes to our Facebook group. And you can also follow me, Holiday4000, on Twitter, HolidayX on Instagram. Um, until then, though, take care. Be safe. Holla. I'm focused on that finish line. Developing a strong mind. Years ago, they stopped making my kind. Yeah, I lose sleep, but it's all right because I'm on the grind.